can we talk about how Naito is the fucking man? You goddamn right I'm going to talk about how much of the man Naito Tetsuya is. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I am your co-host Mark Morell, aka Mark Knight, one half of the most illustrious and most decorated tag team in the podcasting universe. With over a hundred plus episodes here, we bring you Wrestlers with Experience, and I am doing a Naito Tetsuya retrospective now. Thank you for listening to us on your favorite streams, Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tuned In, and Podcast Addict, along with my co-host and tag team partner, Dietrich Davis. We rule the multiverse, the darkverse, and everything else in between. Shit. That's just what it is. Now. I bring up this retrospective about Nitro, about Naito, about say Nitro, about Naito, because he has been the champion of the pandemic era of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Uh, In his second run as the double crown champion, Naito has been doing his thing. Naito, of course, losing the title at um, Dominion to Evil. The double crown, of course, being the Intercontinental NBIWGP Heavyweight Titles. Um, he recaptured the belt back, the belts back at um, Meiji Stadium in um, August. Naito's been doing his thing. He also had a stellar performance throughout the G1 Climax this year, although he um, came up short with uh, 12 points in the G1, um, losing mathematically. Uh, in the B block to evil to um, be eliminated out of the tournament. But Naito still is on the top of his game. And by the time that you hear this, so hopefully you'll hear this before November 7th, he will be in the main event defending the IWGP double crown against evil in a rematch from Meiji Stadium with the um, spoiler Dick Togo ringside with him. And uh, it's going to be very interesting to see. But I'm going to bring you to some comments that Naito had stated about um, <clears throat> his upcoming match with Evil. And I'm going to talk about what he's done as champion and compare him to some of the other champions during the COVID era of um, professional wrestling. So we're going to get right into it. So Evil, I mean, Evil, of course, is challenging Naito for the Double Crown title November 7th at Power Struggle. The Power Struggle event is going to take place in um, Osaka. And I believe that they're going to be at Osaka Joe Hall, where the event is going to take place, where they will be in the main event. The wrestling fans are a little a myth, a little pissed off, a little sad. Over the fact that um, Evil and Naito are going at it again for the championship. And the way that this is playing out, it's also involving um, Kota Ibushi. It's also involving Switchblade Jay White. There's a lot of stuff going on here since the, um, the advent of the G1 Climax. And um, it's interesting to see how things are going. Jay White wants to make sure that if Evil wins, that Evil meets him 
in a main event at Wrestle Kingdom in 2021. If Jay White wins, Jay White wants to come into the main event for the title with him eventually, hopefully winning, or he might possibly win the to face the champion. And he wants Evil to hand over the title. Whereas Kota Ibushi has proclaimed that has proclaimed that there's only one person that should um come in during the um the match as champion, and that is Naito, nobody else. So let's get right into that. For November 7th, Naito said to Tokyo Sports and to the fans in uh New Japan Pro Wrestling. Are you guys upset that we have to do this again? Are you really upset that you, that we have that you have to see us do this again? He says, "I tell you what. For all of you fans out there that are frustrated at the fact that me and Evil are going to be facing each other for the championship one more time, that's fine. Here's what you guys can do. You guys can leave." During the main event, if you spent your hard-earned money and you do not want to see Evil and I face off with against each other for the championship, you can leave the arena. You can go on home. You can turn off New Japan World. You can walk on out while the main event is getting ready to take place. But for those of you who want to see Evil and I go at it for the championship one more time, I'm going to give you your money's worth. I'm going to give you your money's worth. He's putting a guarantee on the line stating that this match between him and Evil is going to mean something. That him and Evil are going to tear the goddamn house down. But when's the last time you heard somebody make a statement like this? In the COVID era of professional wrestling, only one champion has the guts and the balls to tell the entire wrestling world. Like, look. You don't have to stay if you don't want to, but if you down to stay, listen, you know, you have your chance to stay and you can watch one of the greatest matches of all time, or you can leave and miss out on one of the, of potentially one of the greatest matches of this time for the COVID era. Now I state that because Naito is really gambling on himself, gambling on New Japan New Japan gambling on him for his uh, tenacity to um, say, hey, listen, I'm the guy that you need to be banking on to. Now, for years, Naito has been really pushing himself to be in the upper echelon of New Japan Pro Wrestling. And I think he's done that. He's come quite a long, long way from the time that I saw him in 2010. From the time of him being a young boy, from the time of him uh, being a tag wrestler along with uh, Yujiro Takahashi, from the time of him um, setting up the Never Division, um, from the time of him winning the Never title, from the time of him winning the G1 Climax, he's the first G1 Climax winner, just to let you know, to opt to challenge for the Never Openweight Championship. He is also the first g1 climax winner to be the grand slam winner there's only one title that naito's yet to win and that was and that is the u.s heavyweight championship 
Let's get back into that. He won the heavyweight title. He's won the intercontinental title numerous times. He is in as he is reigning as the um, IWGP heavyweight champion. He is in his third reign as intercontinental champion. And I believe he is in his um, fifth or sixth run as intercontinental champion. So, you know, uh, really, technically, I forgot. He never won the never six man tag belts as well. But nonetheless, Naito as champion during the COVID um, era of wrestling it's hot it's a hot run right now and you cannot deny that naito's doing his thing so i ran down a brief history about all of the things that naito has done i'll give you an interesting fact in one of the wrestle kingdoms when he faced jeff hardy for the impact heavyweight championship it was a shit match why because jeff hardy was on drugs I would say, oh, there was a language barrier. No, Jeff Hardy was high and he couldn't perform well. And it made Naito look bad. Naito has went through everybody. He had, let's talk about this year. He's had the strongest length of time of um, 30 minute plus matches in the G1 Climax this year. Clocking in over 30 plus minutes in matches against Sonata, Tanahashi, um, Jay White, uh, Juice Robinson, and so many others. He's put on a goddamn show. Um, Kenta, he, he's he's taking on everybody. Minoru Suzuki, he's went to task with everybody in that doggone block, man. So to back that up, that says a lot. Now imagine <clears throat> a Hulk Hogan telling the wrestling fans, "Well, if you don't want to see me in the main event, brother." You don't have to come in the arena. Hogan would never say anything like that. Flair could possibly say some stuff like that. Terry Funk could possibly say some stuff like that. Savage could probably say some stuff like that. Brett, Sean, they probably would have been able to say some stuff like that. But um, not like the extent of a Naito. Now let's compare Naito to all of the major world champions in the COVID era. We'll start off with um, the National Wrestling Alliance. We'll start off with um, Nick Aldis, the, the, the golden, the national treasure, about to call him the golden treasure, the national treasure, the former NWA world champion. Now, if I'm not mistaken, Nick Aldis, this is the second time him drop, him drop of him dropping the title um, but this is the first time that he's dropped this title this year. The last time he dropped the title, it was against um, Cody Rhodes. And that was back in 2017, 2017, 2018. That's when he dropped the NWA title to Cody. And uh, Cody won the title at All In. And uh, he regained the championship belt back. At the um, Super Show. The 70th anniversary uh, show for the NWA. And um, from that point on in. Nick Aldis has had several title defenses. Numerous title defenses. Feuding against. Uh, what's my guy's name? Marty Skrull for a little bit. Um, PCO and a couple other guys. Here and there throughout the NWA. Uh, Tim Storm. James Storm. Uh, PJ Black. He's defended the title against everybody. And just recently, he just lost the belt to um, Mike Kanellis, I believe. 
Mike Kanellis is the new NWA heavyweight champion of the world. He beat Nick Aldis for the title. Nick's done well, but, you know, I'm going to put him in a certain placement to where he is. Let's get with the AEW heavyweight champion, John Moxley. We all know what John Moxley has been doing on national television uh, since winning the championship in January, February from Jericho from uh, at the Revolution pay-per-view uh, has been on a tear. Defending the championship against the likes of uh, Lance Hart, Lance Archer, Darby Allen, um, against uh, MJF, um, against uh, so many others. He has a title match coming up against um, Eddie Kingston. Um, I'm trying to think. Jeff Cobb. He defended the title against Jeff Cobb. He's done well against all of the talent thus far in AEW. You know, uh, Brian Cage. Um, he's done pretty good in this this era of the COVID. You know, and right now they're working on this Eliminator tournament, where um, it's pretty much going to be down between Kenny and Hangman Page, and it's going to be Kenny. O I think it's going to be Kenny Omega walking out as the um, challenger to John Moxley for the AEW title. They got unfinished business, and if there's a time where someone needs to be in that lane as the world champion, it's going to be Cody. Now. Let's take a look at the NXT Heavyweight Champion. Currently, right now, the NXT Championship has been um, playing hot potato for quite some time. Um, from a lengthy reign from uh, Adam Cole with him dropping the title to Keith Lee, where Keith Lee became double champion. All the way up until the point to where Keith Lee had to uh, relinquish the titles before going up to the main roster. Right? So, you had that. And then you had a, you had a fatal four-way between uh, Cole, the Velveteen Dream, Chip, and Finn Balor ended up winning the title. So, Finn Balor's the champion. And although he is... Finn Balor's the champion... And although he is the champion right now, he is um, suffering an injury at this moment. So it is interesting to see how he is going to continue his run as the champion. But he's pretty he's doing pretty good right about now, you know, um, but hopefully uh, he won't be that hard up in his injury to where he cannot defend the title at this stage of the game. So you got your NXT champion on this particular thing. Um Athletic-wise, athleticism-wise, well, he can keep up with Naito. Him and Naito can definitely go toe-to-toe. -to -toe. Um, but in this particular case, um, Naito kind of edges out on uh, Finn Balor at this moment. Let's get to the main roster. Now, this is going to be tricky for some. And some might say, damn, dude, you might sound a little biased. I'm like, nah, I'm not going to sound biased as I state this. I'm just going to call it like I see it, right? Your WWE main roster, we're going to start with Monday Night Raw. The World Championship has changed hands three times this year. 
Brock Lesnar dropped the belt to Drew um, Gallows. Gallows has had a pretty good run defending the title against everybody from the Braun Strowmans to um, Seth Rollins to um, <laughs> Dolph Ziggler, Keith Lee, all the way up to Randy Orton at this stage of the game right now. I think Bobby Lashley got a title shot. I'm not too sure. MVP got a title shot. You know, he's defended his championship against um, many of the best on the Raw roster. And in the end, Drew had definitely cleared up house, took names, whooped ass, had a pretty good run as champion during the COVID era. But he ended up dropping the title to Randy Orton. Randy Orton, who was in his 14th run as the world champion. Um, holding 14 titles. That says a lot. But athletic athleticism wise, match wise, psychology wise, all those two will give each other a good match, him and Naito. Um, they have one of the same finishing holds, which is that um drooping DDT from off the second rope. Um I think on a matter of burst and speed, Naito will run circles around Orton, but if Orton was to let loose, let go and had a burst of speed in that match, wrestling-wise, I think Randy Orton would take it to Naito. Um, they both are submission experts, and they are good counter-wrestlers. So, let's say, for example, if um, Randy Orton was to hit the RKO on uh, Naito, you can see Naito perhaps maybe flipping that into a Destino, and or vice versa. Out of the Destino, Randy Orton can probably counter that and hit an RKO to get the win. That would be very good. I would pay good money to see that. But, um, you know, that's where we are right there with um, Naito and Randy Orton. Now let's go over to the blue brand. Let's go over to SmackDown where the world's title over there, the Universal Championship, has changed hands twice as well um actually three times to be exact so we all know that um brock lesnar um was the champion he won the title then he lost it um then he um i think he went on to win it back no actually he dropped the belt to um Drew, I don't mean to Drew Gallows. Um, Drew Gallo, excuse me. Um, the world's title. The Fiend went on to become champion, only to drop in it to Goldberg, then to drop in it to Braun Strowman, only to win it back from Braun Strowman, only to drop it to the current champion right now, the head of the Samoan dynasty, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns have had a story feud with his cousin, uh, Jey Uso. And that's a very interesting dynamic. But to see him and Naito go at it, charisma-wise, Roman right now is the hottest heel in the wrestling business. Naito is the hottest tweener in the wrestling business. And I think that both men will give each other a run for the money. I can't pick and choose. But I will say that on a matter of like rain, 
um, dominance and stuff like that. They actually won their world titles the same time, about the same time. So that one is a very picky and sticky situation to determine, well, who's going to win between Naito and um, Roman Reigns? I mean, me personally, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm with Naito 100% on this one, but Roman's kind of hot. And normally I don't say anything nice about Roman, so I keep it to myself. But hell, Roman has been doing his thing as of late, so I got to give props to that for Roman. Um, I believe our current ROH world champion. Need to see who the hell is the ROH champion. Uh, it would help. To, it would help to know who is the ROH champion at this stage of the game, because um, we need to see what the hell he's doing and how we can compare him to um, Naito at this stage of the game. Let's see here. The ROH heavyweight champion at this stage of the game. Let's see here. Hmm. Who's our current champion? We should see right now. Oh, yeah. Rush is still the current champion. His L.I.J. counterpart. Imagine that shit. I, man, I hit myself beside the head. Naito's uh, pareja in Los Ingobernables is the ROH world champion. Two-time title holder. Um, how would they fare against each other in a match during this time? I think they would have a hell of a match. Um... They have the same mindset. They have the same aptitude. They're both two-time champions right about now um, during this reign of the pandemic era. But unlike um, some of the other companies, um, ROH just got back into getting into the swing of things. And um, Roosh is, um, is the world champion, so we need to see how that turns out. And then in Impact... Um, we have a new world champion, and that's Rich Swan. Rich Swan is the Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Champion. He just beat Eric Young for the title. So um, that's a very interesting dynamic. We have to remember that Eric Young, going back um, some time, he beat um, Davy Richards to become the heavyweight champion. And there was a four-way because the belt was vacant because um, Tessa Blanchard was world champion. She had the um, the women's world's heavyweight title as well. So the Impact Belt has changed hands as often as both the WWE and the Universal heavyweight titles. So I really can't say much about what's going on with Knight. I mean, not Knight, with uh, Rich Swan at the moment because he just won the championship. So we need to see how that's going to turn out to play. But. Right now, you know, if you need to bet your money on something, you got to put your money on Naito. Naito's on, on, on fucking fire right now, ladies and gentlemen. You know, I don't mean to say it like that, but I mean, it, it, the proof's in the pudding. And then now you got to look at the competitor. You got to look at Evil at the stage of the game. Evil pulled the biggest upset of the year, um, winning the double crown after he won the New Japan Cup the day after. So it's like you got to give it up to... You got to give it up to evil. 
And then, like I said, you got the specters of both Kota Ibushi and you also have the specters of um, Jay White involved in this. And now we can compare the, the, the challengers. Actually, no, I'm not going to do a comparison of the challengers because that might take forever and I'm not going to do that. But I might on some other occasion. However, like I said, if you want to bet on somebody at this stage of the game right now, you cannot go wrong with Naito Tetsuya. He is sitting on top of the fucking world right about now. And don't get me wrong, you know, All Japan, uh, Zero One, Noah, Wrestle One. Their world champions are doing pretty damn good too. But the face of pro wrestling during the COVID era is Naito. I put Naito in the same grounds as a Steve Austin. Super tweener. Doesn't give a damn. He does give a damn, but it's like he um, is at the point to where it's like, yo, either you're with me or you're not. If you're not with me, then fine. You know, go take a goddamn seat. But while I'm at the helm, let me drive, motherfucker. Let me drive. And that's exactly what um, Naito's doing at this stage of the game. Well, this was my retrospective of that, of um, Naito and his run as champion during the COVID era. No, I'm not trying to be one-sided about this. I gave a comparison to what Naito's doing against all of the current and active world heavyweight champions and every promotion in North America. So there's no need to complain. I know give you reasons to complain. So, folks, I'm about to get up on out of here. But again, thank you for tuning in to this edition of Wrestlers with Experience. I am Mark Morell, one half of your most decorated, most celebrated, and e oh, I'm about to say some inebriated, but we're not drinking at this stage of the game. Um, tag team pod 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 podcast champions of the multiverse universe and everything in between. Thank you for tuning in. Um, Tune in to us once again on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Podbeam, CastBox, Deezer, Tune In, and Podcast Addict. Follow us all on our social medias, Wrestlers with Experience, um, Dietrich Davis on Team DDDO, Team DDOD at uh, gmail.com. You can send them any questions, any emails that you have. You can send it there. Or you can email me at marka.morel at gmail.com, uh, xmk, no, xmnightbuster at um, Twitter, um, Instagram, m double 44, Facebook, marka.morel, Black Junction, Mark Morel. So feel free to hit me there. Dietrich Davis on um, Facebook and on Instagram as well. So we thank you guys for tuning into this episode of Wrestlers with Experience. It's a brief one, but you know, we got plenty to do. Also go back, follow up and look into those uh that last G1 climax perspective that was done. If you get a chance to listen to that, please be sure to do so. Also um at the stage of the game, check out all of the additional episodes from the past. Dietrich got some hot stuff cooking up for you guys. And pretty soon, we're going to be back inside the headquarters giving you guys some business, man. We're about to give you out of work. So anyway, folks, thank you once again for tuning in to Wrestlers with Experience. My name is Mark Morell, and I am out of here. Peace out. Be good. And we'll see you on the flip. Later.